0: Our society has also hammered the notion of damsel in distress and the the prince has to come in and save the damsel A real prince comes in and works with the damsel Recognizes that she isn't actually a damsel in distress. She's a fucking princess
1: Welcome to the marriage family business podcast. My name's Mick
0: and my name's Claire
1: I'm a husband father of two incredible young boys a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel.
0: I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator.
1: Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally-renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan.
0: We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail.
1: So, sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll.
0: In this episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, we talk about glass shattering, status quo shaking, reality rocking revelations that happen in daily life. What they are, how we respond to them and how we move forward after what you think you've known is true turns out to not be the case. I know that's a little cryptic, but stay tuned.
1: (laughs) I love How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) One of my favorite shows of all time, I think one of Claire and I's uh, joint might be our favorite show of all times, How I Met Your Mother.
0: Yes, I would agree.
1: And there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother in which the hero of the story, Ted Mosby, talks about uh, hearing a glass breaking after something happens.
0: Which, by the way, is maybe my favorite episode in the entire series. Yeah. Um, that one and Slapsgiving, I think they were released back to back. It was the golden age of... The golden age of Ah, uh, Yeah, it really was.
1: Yeah, so... So here's season
0: three, I believe,
1: here's the issue. It was past season. You know what? I'm not even going to argue with you about what part of the season. Uh, say, uh, the, wow.
0: So- you'll lose that. one. I fast. will lose that <laughs>
1: one, but let's, let, let's make this more relevant and get to the point here. Okay. So I consider myself to be in life, a fairly good guy. All right. I, I think I'm a pretty good guy. I would agree with that. Thank you. I appreciate that you married me. That was the choice that you made and, yes. and you've, and you've chosen to stay married to me. Uh, Against actually all odds, which all of you uh, in our family here now know that this is true. Right. Um So, but I, I, I have I've, I consider myself to be a good guy, and I consider myself to be somebody that takes a look at my own preconceptions of the world and challenges them as often as they need to be challenged. And
0: right, you're not going to go looking for for ways to rock your world, but no. you're very willing to have the difficult conversations and and you know, hop down the difficult rabbit holes when when they're when they present themselves.
1: I I like to think that I am. And I gotta tell you, folks, I'm a fucking asshole. Like I'm really pretty fucking angry with myself right now. And I'm gonna tell you why. You know, I'm 42, I was born in 1976, live in the Midwest, lovely state of Michigan. Suburban Detroit. Suburban Detroit is where I was raised. I was raised in in one of the largest melting pots. Of in the country, uh, certainly at that time, and so yeah, like I, I was raised around a lot of uh, a, a very diverse amount of cultures, uh, religions, just the whole thing, right? And so one of the things that I've always had really struggled with, honestly, is women and their place in society. I'm just being real with that. Like I've, I've been raised in a time when you know I feel like. Women's lib, if that's how you want to refer to it, or it's it's been labeled as many different things over the decades, right? But I, I kind of feel like it, in 2018 we're in a pretty reasonable space now.
0: Bear with him, those of you just, women just, who are just, rolling just your hang eyes right, with, right now. Just, hang on,
1: just hang with me for a hot second, all right? Like I had a really hard time with you know, you know, the notion that a glass ceiling is something that's a real deal. That there are there are men that are actually legitimately offended or maybe offended is the wrong word threatened Threatened is a a better word I think that's I think that's actually really the the thing that I'm trying to articulate I didn't believe that there are legitimately men that are threatened by women because they're women because I'm not I I, I'm I at least I don't think that I am but I, I never have been um, and so I just have always made this assumption that people operated the same way that I do.
0: Yeah, like you have no problem with me speaking my mind with, you know.
1: No problem. I, I can't imagine, I, I legitimately can't imagine you not speaking your mind. And I can't imagine myself not wanting you to do so.
0: Well, and that's crazy because, like, you, you know how I was raised and what was expected of me and why. No, actually, if you really knew me at my core, it made perfect sense that I, as a Southern woman, married a, Middle we- or a Midwestern man eight years older than me. Like, you were the first person in my world who was like, no, 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 Claire, who are you actually?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, I guess. I, I guess. And so I guess what I'm really trying to say here is that for myself, I have now really identified that I have a high level of ignorance when it comes to um, the realities of what uh, – certainly what women live through in our society –
0: and what um, our, society, our society continues to and what our society find continues acceptable? to
1: do and it continues to do and, and continues even now to find access, acceptable to do to, to do to women and by the way this this glass breaking folks like the reason why I started with my thoughts on Himyam and the glass breaking it I, I'm going to share with you a couple things that have happened recently that have really caused this glass to break in my fucking mind.
0: Well, tell them a little bit about that episode. So in that episode— What are you? Okay, yeah, go for it. So in that episode, Ted Mosby is dating this woman, who I've forgotten her name in real life, but she's married to Curtis Stone in real life, so I, I kind of love her. But anyway, so he's dating this woman, and he introduces her to the rest of the gang, and everybody is just really rude to her, and he cannot figure out Why? And so he's talking to Marshall, played by Jason Segel, who is his best friend in the series. And Jason Segel's like, do you really want me to tell you what the problem is? Because, like, it will ruin this, this perfect world that you've created in your mind. And, you know, Ted Mosby, uh, Josh Radner is like, yes, I, I do. I Tell me. He's like, Kathy talks a lot really think about the dinner we all just had and Ted has just ignored that this woman literally cannot stop talking unless she's like swallowing a sip of wine or something and is dominating these conversations and she asks a question and 20 minutes later the friends finally get to respond with an answer and it's frustrating and so you hear this glass ring. he's like oh my god I can't believe you would do this to me like and also how did I not know, notice this it's like well you've, you've got blinders on you know you, you, you are in a spot where like you're looking to get laid so you're going to ignore all of her faults here like this this is why so the next thing you know it's revealed that lily chews really loudly marshall sings everything he does ted corrects everybody robin uses the word literally in every sentence and not the appropriate way literally literally every sentence and so every time one of these ugly little truths about these friends comes out you hear this sound of glass shattering it's like oh my god I never noticed, like this has never been brought to my attention, but now I can't unsee it. I can't unhear it, you know? And and it ends with like, hey, you know, you can forgive these faults, blah, 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 but like here they are. Now you're finally confronted with them. How does that change how you see these people? so with that
1: that's an excellent recap you thank just you. you just I mean really excellent well done like thank you that wasn't practiced beforehand folks she just no. totally whipped that right off the fly I
0: wasn't kidding it's one of my favorite episodes yeah
1: <laughs> what one of one of the uh, well something maybe we'll do in the future is I'll just g- issue you like a season of friends and episode number four and you can tell me what the plot was right sure. out of the fly you know sure uh,
0: and the best she, jokes they're in
1: guess <laughs> she could probably do that with friends and maybe she can do it with yes. him too I don't know I'm better but. at friends but so uh, so yeah, so so that's really what this is. And for me, the glass is now officially broke, specifically around women um, and, and the amount of absolute bullshit that they put up with in society. And I'm going to tell you where this came from. So the first real inkling that I had actually took place about a year and a half ago. And it actually took place in our church, actually. When there was, I won't really dig into the, I'm certainly not going to put names to it, but there is a woman who is a very close friend of Claire's who was asked to sing in a quartet, was it? Um, Yeah. At church. And this became a massive problem for one of the higher ups in our church because he had a very significant problem with the woman that was asked to sing in the quartet. We can just leave it there. We'll leave
0: it right there. Yep.
1: And and so this man in the church actually called a meeting with the two head pastors of the church. One of the head one of, pastors. One and, of the head pastors yeah. and like some other woman. Uh, I don't really know who she was, but and whatever. And, and Claire, and basically eviscerated my wife for having the gall to invite this other woman into the church. So... Upon hearing that, I got pissed as fuck, and and
0: you've not set foot back and, in the church. Well, since no, then. no,
1: that's not true. I actually went and I uh, had a conversation, like almost immediately, with the head pastor of the church, and basically said, "What the fuck, dude? Like, like, are you actually okay with this? Are Are you actually okay with allowing one of the male higher ups in your organization?" here to dominate and, you know, dominate my wife and to dominate the way things are going to go because he feels threatened by another woman. And and basically, my pastor's response was to say, yep, I'm fine with that. Now, he didn't say that in those terms, but those are the actions that were taken. And so, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know what? This really just confirms how I feel about organized religion. Yeah. I'm sure this is a church thing. No problem. I personally have not set foot in the church uh, other than like, I think I was there on Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah, with, um, with the kids. With they, the kids.
1: Yeah. But that had a lot more to do with supporting my kids than supporting the church, right? right? And so, you know, no problem. I, I just chalked it up to, well, organized religion is a pain in the ass. And uh, <laughs> this is something that has been just beaten back into me over and over and over in my life. Uh, I'll chalk this up to another one. And I actually took the whole experience and put it in that box. So there you go. Now, if you have been listening to previous episodes, one of the things that you know about me and and actually also Claire is that uh, we are very big on Warrior, huge on Warrior. Um, I it has been a transformative thing in my life over the course of the four or five months that I've been a part of it. You know, Claire also
0: I've been a part of it for three months.
1: Has been been a part of Warrior for three months. And it's been transformative for her too. And I've really watched this whole thing and it's been fabulous. And I look at Warrior as the bastion of, it's just a beacon of goodness actually in this world. It, it, it teaches you how to, it teaches men, shows men a path to be better versions of, this, of themselves. Like literally, that's what it does. And that's what I found in it. And I would argue that it teaches people to be better versions of themselves and and what yeah it's not a gender thing or i didn't think it was and so when warrior launched warrior women uh in august i was you know i was interested to see how it would go no doubt Um, but to to make a really long story short the decision was made and passed down uh yesterday that uh, warrior women was going to be shut down and would not be rolled out to the public marketplace and The reason, fundamentally, why this is not uh, being done is because there's a lot of power that you come to personally wield once you start following the warrior's way. You become very empowered as a person. And...
0: You embrace the good and the crazy within yourself. They are both part of who you are, the light and the dark, and... There's no more apologizing for air quote ugly emotions.
1: At all. And and I would argue that, Claire, tell me if, if you agree with me or disagree with me disagree with me, but I would argue that you and I uh collide. Yeah. We 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 fight a lot more than we used to.
0: But it's so different than it used to be. Like, yes. And, and, you know, those those of you who, obviously most of you listening are married since, or, or married to somebody since this is a marriage family business podcast. Sure. Marriage is the main yeah, yeah. thing we talk about. Most of you are married or have partners or something. And even if you're not, like you have been at some point. And some couples don't fight. Like at all.
1: We used to be one of those couples. We, we very rarely fought. We
0: very fought. rarely fought. And when we did, it was Bad. It was really bad. Like, really horrendously hateful words both directions. And it would last for days. And it would circle back onto itself. Like, this is another How I Met Your Mother episode, actually, where Lily and Marshall get in a giant fight. It's like, you know, seasons passed outside. And, like, the fights spin off. And, like, suddenly she's quoting Danny from, you know, The Shining. And, oh, I
1: forgot about that episode. Right? Good but, like, episode. Li- yeah, <sighs> season, great episode series. Number?
0: I have no idea. All but right, they're, yeah. li- they're living in the apartment in Doa Tripla. So, I don't know. Mid-seasons. Mid
1: Dosa I think tripla. that's actually the name of the episode, actually.
0: Oh, uh, well, that's when they're buying the apartment. We dig- We digress. But, but that was us when we would fight. And it was a fight. Like, we did not get physical with each other. But it was angry and mean and visceral
1: and... Doing damage. Yeah. How, how do we do damage to one another?
0: Yes. Like, taking as many below-the-belt shots as humanly possible. It was bad. It was really, really bad.
1: Now... We don't even call it fighting anymore.
0: Yeah. And this is a warrior term that we have barred. We call it colliding. Here is where I stand. Here is where Mick stands. But we figured out how to be true to ourselves and speak what is true to us while still being open and able to listen to the other person and not have to come to a resolution immediately and not have to apologize for anything that's happened. One of the biggest things that I've learned is like, why are you sorry? Why are you saying I'm sorry? Because that's what you were taught to do as a child. Are you actually sorry? Are you actually sorry that this is how you feel? I'm sorry that I hurt you. People say that that's a cop-out. It's not true. It, like, I, I am sad when I hurt other people. But I'm not sorry that what I've said has caused the reaction. It had to be said. It has to be out. And so, like, yes, we. I, I have rediscovered my voice. and Which is I, awesome. By the way. And God love you for thinking so, truly. I think so, too.
1: I don't think so. I know so.
0: Again, God love you for for, for, for that being your stance. As we learned, there are not many women whose husbands would agree with you.
1: Yeah, and so— Without really getting into other people's dirty laundry, because it's not mine to get into, there are a series of higher-ups inside of Warrior who had their wives also in Warrior that were acting as coaches for the women. That had a problem with that because of what it was doing to their wives and what it was doing to their
0: and they they never said specifically why. You know what? You're
1: absolutely right. So like I don't I don't want to absolutely right. So I'll I'll retract that shit right away. But the point is is that basically it was male trainers that are
0: No and again, not even trainers, some trainers, but some just
1: husbands. Just husbands. Just some of them just husbands. A lot of men in the in the organization. Period. That uh, have a hard time get really angry with the entire notion that uh, that their their wives, their partners, their you know the women that they are closely associated with. I don't even know how to fucking say this. Uh, are, are are developing a voice or are are rising? Re- are rising? Like like that? This is a problem because it threatens their fucking masculinity. I don't even know why well, what what the issue is. And I guess the reason why I'm bringing it up is that like. Like I look at Warrior as this bastion of goodness, as this. Like if if the world if the world followed Warrior, the world would be a better place, and I still actually believe that. But oh my God, I I, I really now realize for the first time that this is all real. Like, I can't put this in a box someplace. I can't just- The glass has shattered. The glass is actually shattered. I can't just take this and say, ah, you know what, organized religion, fuck it. Um, You know, which is something that I have been able to do for most of my life. And I think that I know quite a few other people that do the same. But I can't do that with this. I can't do that with this. And so- all of a sudden, it's it like like all of these feelings are are rushing in and dawning on me, and I'm starting to realize, wow, it sucks to be a woman in 2018. Like like
0: and and yes, like those of you who are kind of snickering, like, uh-huh, I'm sure does. Like I'm look sorry, at our president. Man. Look like, at like well, like,
1: no, and and then it's all of a sudden you you look at you look at 45, right, and you look at
0: you you look at what happened with the Kavanaugh hearings, and you look at like. You know, you made the comment to me last night, like, I never actually thought that hashtag believe women needed to be a thing. Like, of course, like, m- maybe, maybe it's just that woman. M- maybe she isn't like, why why does this have to be a no one believes women thing? Because it does. Because it is. Like, listen, part of the reason that it's not all men who don't want to see their wives rise. It's men who feel like the fact that their wives are in a program where they're called out on their bullshit and made to live honestly and not hide— you know, suddenly they feel the need to go be protective. Like, listen, if one of these coaches called me on my shit, I believe that you would be like, yeah, honey, that, that's tough. Is there a truth there? And if I said no, then you would let me handle this. And you know why I know that? Because of the situation at church. Because the other side of this is that you wanted me to be done.
1: I did. You wanted was, me to be completely I was fucking done. fucking over it. Fucking over
0: it. And there are, there's part of me that with this Like Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have made different decisions. I don't like to should. I made the decision I made. Right, wrong, whatever. It's the decision that that worked for me and continues to work for me. I love our church. I love my choir. I I love the kids. I work with the children's choir. Like, I I am glad that I did not leave. Your first instinct was to say, you're out. I'm pulling you. I'm not going to let you be treated this way. But you were a strong enough man to realize that I am a strong enough woman to call my own fucking
1: shots. I mean, yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. It's not my fucking place and to so, tell you what you can and can't do.
0: But here we are. Like, not all the men who have problems with with warrior women are having problems because their wives are now powerful. They're having problems because... And, and I I blame a couple of the women. Like, I, I know one specific situation where, like, frankly... One of one of my sisters was kind of shitty, and the coaches called her on it, and she went and cried to her husband about it. Her story was that she was being verbally abused. So he took it and ran with it. So our society has also hammered the notion of damsel in distress, and the the prince has to come in and save the damsel. A real prince comes in and works with the damsel recognizes that she isn't actually a damsel in distress she's a fucking princess she's a fucking queen and if she thinks she can get herself out of the tower back up that's the decision she's made and if she thinks she can't get out of the tower doesn't mean you have to set the tower on fire it just means you got to get her out
1: yeah it's you know the whole thing pisses me off so much hmm. it it, it, it Ditto. I, I you know and and I think it's funny I'm I'm actually less angry I'm actually not that angry a warrior on some level. I'm really grateful to warrior because warrior has, has helped me see the truth that this world is fucked up. I mean, just really fucked up and that I've got two young boys that it's my responsibility. Like I, I'm not going to like control their thought or something, but it's my responsibility to make damn sure that, that, I am showing them exactly what's real in this world. And if and when they ask me for my opinion on it, that I give them a very straight answer. And hopefully they don't ever have to ask my opinion because they just see how I act.
0: Well, and it's it's interesting that, <laughs> that this is part of it because you and I have spoken before about words like pussy and people throw it around like it's a bad thing.
1: <laughs> Amen there.
0: And... Yet, that word is distinctly female. So, even in our daily actions and verbiage, we are consciously or subconsciously making female negative, weak. It's, it's what our society does. Calling someone a bitch is ugly. Which is why, like, when I'm driving and I'm pissed off at somebody, I call them an asshole, Everybody's got assholes. That is not gender specific. (laughs) Like, but bitch is. And um, it, even in our daily speech patterns, even when we don't think our kids are watching or listening, they are. This pattern is learned behavior. And I'm grateful that it's not really something that you specifically had to deal with because you have a very strong mother, you had a very strong grandmother. They made you respect women. I will be forever grateful if like literally for nothing else, if not that. Sure. But you're right. Like this is a pattern that has to be broken with our sons.
1: Yeah. And if I have anything to say about it, it will be. Um, it. I mean, obviously it's, they, they, they need to make choices for themselves and I believe that they will, you know, but um in any case so the 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 reason why i wanted to really talk about this today is because this is something that literally just happened in in my world in our world and it's making it like i'm 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 already extending it and saying okay fine so this is the story that i had in my head i i even challenged it many 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 times and i kept coming back with the same answer which is that the story ultimately wasn't accurate. And I'm in a space now where I see that that story is not only accurate, it's been accurate the entire time. And the resolution of said story isn't close. And so I can tell you that for me, I'm now looking at my other stories around, you know, it's not just women. It's, it's minorities. It's, it's like
0: people of different races, people of different ethnicities, people of different religions.
1: Yeah, like I've I've always uh, sexual orientations, you know. Like I've 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 literally felt that we live in a fairly enlightened society. Like the word "woke" is a thing now, right? And many people are, and
0: more people aren't.
1: More people aren't, and I I, I guess that's that's really kind of where I'm at. I, I I'm really realizing that this is a thing, and it makes me sad. And so what I'm what I'm wondering is like legitimately. What, what preconceptions, what things, what thoughts that, that you just have that you've even challenged and tested in your own mind, you know, what do you have that, that you're, that you're struggling with or that you're wondering if there's actually any validity to? Um, And I'd say this, like, this is, this is some deep shit. This is some hard shit. Um, It's probably not stuff that you even necessarily want to publicly, you know, say, geez, I don't really know about this. All right. So I'm not going to ask you to fucking. Uh, post on our Facebook wall about no. it. Like, that's not okay. Um, but I'll, I will say this. I would love to have some conversations with you privately about where you're at on certain things. They'll stay completely with with me or us. But find me on Facebook or go out to IG and DM us.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, and let's start a conversation. Like, I, I honestly, you know, this is something that I am now personally exploring you know, how I feel about the dynamics and the relationships that different groups of people actually have in society. You know, what my perception of it was versus what, you know, my perception of it is right now. So it's it's something that I'm actively looking to do. And I'm wondering where you're at, you know, as, as somebody who actually has taken the time to listen to 28 minutes of this podcast uh, and you're still with us. Where are you at on this whole thing? Because I'd love to know. So... In any case, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Claire, do you got anything else to, to kind of end this one off?
0: My big takeaway from this yesterday is that everything comes down to how you choose to react. And so they can make the comment that this is no longer a safe place for women. And I am going to make the decision to reject that. It, it might be air quotes true, but not in my life. And so even to go a step further, is there anything that you have been confronted with that is just part of the air quote societal norm that you find yourself fighting and championing on a daily basis?
1: Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us in iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you.
0: And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox.
1: We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.